All right. Anyway, fuck it. Uh, we're going to be going live from my camper. Uh, today will be a fantastic episode, as always, of the Forever Broken podcast. Uh, I am Derek Thompson, and with me, as always, is TJ Davidson. And TJ, why don't you introduce our special guest for the evening? Hey, what's up, guys? Tonight, we got a special guest in Sir Robert Wagner. Hello. Go ahead he and, calls uh, him Sir because he's yourself. the boss. Yeah. Uh, I find that slightly disrespectful. But yeah, Robert Wagner. Uh, known TJ for a couple of years now. Uh, Army National Guard with him, prior active duty, 101st Airborne. Well, that was uh, that's about, about it, as good of a fucking <laughs> info. That was about as good of an intro as you're going to get here on this show tonight. So short, sweet. I to will the point. say that's fantastic. That's what I like to hear, man. Uh, we appreciate you coming on the show and you know giving us your fully and undivided attention or whatever it is we get. So. Tonight, we're actually going to be trying to discuss... This actually comes up as kind of a joke. Uh, we got an email. And I think the, I think we were just talking about this. And I think Wisdom is actually a like group or uh, something. Platform. Maybe like a, whatever. Yeah, like a social it, media it platform like, or something. It was like, uh, we want your voice on Wisdom. And... Uh, that kind of brought up the topic of what is wisdom. So I figured we could talk about that for the, the evening. And uh, we'll just gonna kind of shoot the, shoot the shit with you and go with it about that and figure out what we can do. So I'll, uh, I'm actually, you know what? Yeah. I'll kick it over to TJ. TJ, why don't you let's get let's hear your verse of what wisdom is. Man, I really don't know, to be honest with you. Like it, there's I guess it'd just be like old age and experience and like kind of common sense and trial by fire. That's what I'm gonna give for I mean I mean that makes sense to me. That's kind of what I get from it honestly um when i think of wisdom i think of experience um i think what have i what do i know because of the things i've done like what have i had the opportunity to do that others haven't what have i had the opportunity to learn from that others haven't and i just really think of it as that so when i think of wisdom i think of experience so when it comes to wisdom i really think of our elderly generation of our elders um for us having the opportunity to talk to the generations before us that fought in world war ii vietnam korea i mean those opportunities can't be missed because that is an excellent source of wisdom and experience that we really can't speak for. 
Right. So that's kind of what I that's kind of what I take of from you know wisdom. Um, it's just that experience and that unique perspective on life and on things that you know we haven't had the opportunity to face and deal with. But I could be wrong. You know, I could be just talking out my butt and making things up as I go, like I do. I mean, I think you're both right. And the first thing that comes to my mind is when it comes to wisdom, I just think of knowledge that you can only gain by experience, not from sitting in a classroom or anything like that. You know, there's that kind of famous military saying, like, fear an old man in a sport where men die or a field where men die young. I mean, that's just what comes to my mind. We all kind of touched on the subject of experience. I think that's what the the common denominator is when it comes to wisdom is experience. And it's just knowledge that can only be learned by experience, not by sitting in a classroom or anything of that nature. Yeah, reading a book. Yeah, I think that's spot on. And I guess when, we, when we're speaking of wisdom, uh, I, I'd like to ask each of you guys, what's something that you've learned over the years from somebody that you would take as a unique wisdom? I don't know, man. That's a tough one. That's a deep question. Well, I was not prepared. Well, I'll that. let you. I'll <laughs> let you sit and relic or uh, sit and think on that one, and I'll try to kind of go ahead and. You know, for me, it's just been a million times where I've been told, you know, not to take things for granted and or not granted, granted, can't even speak English tonight, but uh, been told a million times, don't take things for granted. And, um, you know, the wisdom that I can kind of speak to lately is really from self-experience. Uh, you know, it's, it's hard to think of, there's a million things I've been told over the years, but I guess, you know, when I've been told, don't take things for granted, I never really took it too seriously, uh, until lately, you know, I, I screwed up. Uh, I had to make an example of myself, uh, for this to really set in, but. I've sat here and, you know, I really took my wife for granted and, you know, it took kind of finding out what it was like to lose that, to understand what I had. So when you sit there and you think about life and what you have, don't ever sit there and think that you have it so terrible all the time. I mean, it's just not worth it because uh, it can be a lot worse. And until you find out how bad it can get, you really don't know. <clears throat> so that's kind of my wisdom that I've learned over the last shit three, four months is just life can be a lot worse than what we think it think it is. Um, you know, I I did. I took things for granted. I wish I wouldn't have. <clears throat> Uh, and it, I would rather people not have to learn from their mistakes or, you know, I'd rather they learn from my mistakes 
than their own. So I think that's kind of where experience and wisdom comes in is just teaching others so they don't have to learn the hard way. Yeah, that's a good point. So I guess one thing is uh, an old NCO when I was in the Marine Corps told me one time, and I, honestly, I don't even remember who it was, but uh, they said you always you have to look out for yourself because no one is going to care about you the way you care about you. So everybody right. like that you're in your leadership or whatever, whether it be you know in the military or in you know civilian job or whatever, they always say like they're trying like they're there for you. You know they're trying to do the best thing for you, which might be the case, but really, like they don't they don't give a fuck about you, your life, and your career the way you do. So they're not going to try as hard and push as hard. So if you're having issues, then you're going to have to be, you know the the, the squeaky wheel. That you know, the squeaky wheel gets the grease. You know what I mean? So you got to push for yourself. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you absolutely have to. Uh, and like you said, I mean, that's that 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 is that's wisdom. You know, nobody's going to look out for you like you. Uh, and that's some of the lessons we have to learn. And sometimes, you know, it, it is. It's just the hard lesson you got to figure out yourself. What else do we got? What do, what do what do you got there, homie? You're the you're the only one that yeah, has I mean, kind of on the so far. I mean, kind of going into the things aren't as bad as they really are. Uh, I've kind of caught myself recently at a. I used to work at a butcher shop, and we had a couple college kids working there, and uh, they were asking me about some stuff with the military, and I guess kind of based off. I mean, I'm only 25, but. Uh, one thing I feel like I can really credit the military for experience with is the ability to endure through, uh, I guess, those tough times in life. Uh, not necessarily just in the military, but in the civilian world as well. Uh, and I was kind of, you know, they were about to go off into college and stuff. And uh, I was just kind of trying to tell them, you know, like, you know, sometimes you're going to get those days where you feel like it just everything just sucks. This sucks. I can't do it. I'm tired, I'm exhausted, whatever, you know, whatever little fucking emotions are in there in your head. And I guess, you know, maybe kind of sit back and look at it. Like maybe those crazy fuckers like David Goggins or whatever is right. And things aren't really that bad. And you can really push through them. And you're really not that fucking tired. You're just being a little bitch. And you're a lot more capable right. than what you think you are and what you're crediting yourself for. And you can go forth and conquer and do a lot better things than what you're currently doing. You're just a little tired and you're just a little weak. Yeah, that's another thing too is like I think people underestimate like what they're actually capable of doing physically and mentally you know what I mean I agree one wholeheartedly and this is something that I've kind of I've actually had this conversation quite a bit over the years just because of the uh, you know uh, career I had uh, with EMS and fire uh, I think that your mentality can take you a lot further than what we want to think it can. You know what I mean? Uh, and what I mean by that is like some of the only people I've seen live to be a hundred are grumpy old fuckers. And I think that's purely Look, based buddy. off Fuck yeah. their will, totally their dumb. will and their, you know, because if you're pissed off about everything, 
and you're not ready to die. You know what I mean? Like if you're, yeah, if you haven't accepted it, yeah, if you haven't accepted it, you're not going to. So it seems like most of the old, old like elderly people I met, like old, old, like hundreds, ninety, late nineties, were all just angry, upset individuals, as opposed to, you know, all of the younger ones. By younger, I mean like seventies, eighties. Everyone that talked about them was kind of talking about, you know, or, and even when I talked to them and then they, before they passed away, it was like, yeah, you know, my life's been pretty good. It's pretty peaceful. I'm just, I'm ready to go. Yeah, you know, I've made peace with it. It seems like everyone that goes early has made peace with it. And everyone that lives to be fucking ancient is just too pissed off and too stubborn to let it take him. So I think there's a lot to be said about just being like stubborn and your mentality will take you as far as you want it to. And I don't think there's a, yeah, I don't think there's a better (laughs) example of that than living life an extra 30 years. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. Just a big old fuck you to Satan. Yeah, like, you know, just think about that. Like, what's a bigger F you to something than just being like, yeah, nah, I'm going to live to be 120. Screw you. You know, I drink because think about it. These people that live to be ancient are like, I drink whiskey and smoke cigars every day. I put gravy on my tits. I didn't give a shit. And you're just I like, mean, how's that work? That goes against everything that health says is is right. You're, I mean, I know you've seen it. You've been in the volunteer world long enough. I mean, you know, like with modern technology and my level of income, it's not, you know, crazy to think that I can't live to be, like, you know, 150, 160. Right. You'd be a goofy looking fuck that old. I'm a goofy looking fuck right now. So, but think about it, man. Like, think about like your elderly generation. Like the ones that live to be super older. Like, what's they're like? What's the secret? And they're like, I don't know. I drink a glass of whiskey every night and <laughs> smoke a cigar, or I have fifteen cigarettes a day. And you're just like, that's not health at all. Yeah, like that's not healthy. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, no, you're just a stubborn old fucker. Like, I just want somebody to come out and say it, you know? What's your secret to being so old? I'm stubborn and I'm pissed off all the time. I'm fighting until I can't. Like, that's what I want to hear. Yeah, I'm just going to fight until you know what? You were saying? No, I mean, that whole attitude on it, though, I mean, I think you're really on to something. Because, I mean, I think back to, like, I mean, I don't know if you experienced or whatever, but, like, going to the field or something, like, doing a stupid ruck march for some reason. And it's, like, piss. you've been in the field for a week and it's pissing rain and, like, 
you just absolutely you're just absolutely miserable like everything sucks it's cold you're carrying 100 pounds on your back or whatever and you're absolutely miserable but like i've i guess back to wisdom and experience uh i've realized if you just kind of have that fuck you attitude like we're gonna get through this you're gonna fucking like it whether you fucking hurt or not fuck you pain yeah that's what i was next thing you know it's like hey this ain't shit man like yeah that's what i was just about to say man like how many times have we gotten through something just because we were like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm not. No, I'm not going to let this beat me. Like how often does that get us through something? You know what I mean? I mean, that's a good, a good example of that is like we had a gunny that would he'd get pissed off at us for doing something stupid. I'm like, you know what? We're going on a fucking gunny run today. We call them gunny death runs. So it's like an eight mile run or whatever. And at a really fucking fast pace. And I just be like, you know what? Fuck you, gunny. I'm, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to rock this shit and make you look like a dick. <laughs> like, kind of like, uh, you know, Farva getting that bar of soap. Bite it. Bite yeah. it Rook, make it like <laughs> yeah. Give me, give me the goddamn soap. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think there's just something to be said about, you know, uh, your mentality can absolutely take you as far as you want it to. You know what I mean? And that in itself is wisdom. It's just knowing that. It's knowing that we are capable of whatever we set our minds to. And uh, the David Goggins thing cracks me up because... uh, that that man is a goddamn monster, but is nothing I would code. ever want to do, dude. Like, no part of no. me is like, you know what I want to do today? I want to wake up. I want to run twenty seven miles and eat half of a horse. I just don't know. I'm like, I want to wake up this morning, drink a fifth of whiskey, and enjoy life. Yeah, and I mean, I think the whole, you know, I kind of, I guess, fanboyed about him for a little bit there, and I kind of learned, or at least my understanding of everything on his whole purpose of it is maybe not necessarily the, you know, wake up and run a marathon or like some Cam Haynes shit that one of David Goggins' boys or whatever, and but just getting up and doing something you hate doing or just going throughout the day and doing Have something you discipline. hate doing and not letting it control you. Yeah, discipline. Right. Because that's something that I think like most Americans lack 100%. today. You know, like everybody wants to bitch, moan, and complain about fucking every little thing. Every time something gets hard or a little bit challenging, they're throwing a little fucking right. hissy fit. You know, like take – even boot camp, for example, like the first time I ever left home to really, you know, not have anything that's like normal life, like television, cell phone, you know, get to fucking eat a goddamn hot pocket or whatever, whatever the fuck it was. You know, you come home and then like you have all that and you're like, man, this is super fucking nice. Or you go to another country like Afghanistan or Iraq and you see the way those people live. Wiping with their hand and shit. Yeah. And then. All right. So to be fair, like, they can. They have it coming. 
<laughs> with what? If you're willing to wipe your own ass, if you're willing to wipe your own ass with a hand, you you have it coming. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could at least use a camel hide or something, right? Come on. We're not yeah, fucking. There's savages, something. You know, there. I mean, they they there's something. They're fucking. There's something around. <laughs> Palm leaves. Of, fucking dick skins. I mean, they, something. You know, there's like, something yeah. around to wipe with. The, the, I don't know. The, they believe in foreskin. I, I didn't see a lot of their dicks, but anyway. <laughs> you said that's whatever. I'll just hold off on that question. <laughs> you said a lot, so I just there's a lot. Hey, dude. Hey, how so, a lot of weird how shit many? happens. A lot how of weird many? shit happens in war. I'm just saying. <clears throat> a fucking old goat horn. You know, you find something to wipe your ass with. Let's get off the dick. Something. Yeah, look, I'm just saying, there's just, something you can wipe. Shit's with, gonna get you know weird. I mean, people are gonna get uncomfortable, and you know, yeah, they they wear enough of those robes and shiny hats. And... <laughs> but yeah, you to can't your fucking tell me to what you were that... saying. Well, hang on, hang on. You, you can't fucking tell me that you can sell me a fucking sixty disc John Wayne DVD set for five fucking dollars, <laughs> but you can't find something to wipe your ass with. <laughs> God damn it. I get the. <laughs> I get ev- I can get. Look, I can get every Disney fucking DVD for three dollars and fifty cents. But god damn Dude, it, I'm telling you, you're not gonna no wipe paper? your ass like, with toilet paper. Okay, come on. Not even. Not even one ply, bro. My favorite thing was they. <laughs> I bought a. I had to buy. I tried buying a holster, a pistol holster from him, and uh, he's like, "No, no, 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 sir, Tony." Great Afghan quality, and I was like, "You just sold yourself down." I'll pay you, yeah. and I'll give you a, I'll give you a monster can and the thing of axe soap. <laughs> Slightly used. Slightly used. Still good condition. Don't lowball me. I know what I got. Hey, buddy, my, okay, my, my friend. No, 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 my friend. Good deal, just for you. But good deal, good deal. Forty dollars, and I'm like, yeah, no, I'll give you. I'll give you the fucking monster cannon up thing of axe soap. That's what you're getting. Don't tell me good Afghan quality, my ass. Like that's like trying to sell a fucking turd to a miner. You know, like I mean, I guess if you wanted to buy an IED or something like that, that might be a good thing to see read on it, maybe. Well, resale value. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Depends on the region. I mean, some of them, I guess, were good. Some of them were not. I saw some pretty impressive Good Daisy, Good daisy chain I, IED. Great Afghan quality. Good deal. Hey, buddy, just for you. Buddy, buddy, my friend. Good deal. Great good deal. deal, buddy, buddy. TJ ran over. Good deal. Good deal. Pressure plate, <laughs> pressure plate, come with cell phone. Good deal, buddy, buddy. <laughs> Daisy chain, at least 1.2 miles long. Oh, shit. We're going to get banned again. That's the shit. Again. Yeah, got yeah we are. Yeah, yeah I'm fucking like episode yeah. number two. <laughs> Yeah, fuck them. Yeah, I think it was fuck episode em. number two we got fucking kicked off. 
It is what it is, man. Five or six times. It's not like anyone in the Middle East is listening to us. Mm. That I know of. We're close. We're pretty close, yeah. We've got Moscow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Moscow and Hong Kong. Somewhere in the middle there, you know? I'm going to check this. I'm going to check this, actually, because I think we've got closer than that. You guys well, talk about while you're checking something. that, you uh, we were talking earlier before we started the, the podcast, and um, I don't know, an episode or two back, we were doing like a listener's input about how you make things light in tough situations, and we are talking about... Um, I think you're in Terrencott. Yep. Getting rocket attacks. You want to go ahead and tell that story? Uh, we used to get rocket attacks. Like I wouldn't say every night, but it was pretty darn close to every night. And by the 107 millimeter rockets they got over there, and we had this medic with a with a lazy eye. So I mean, obviously, if you've ever met somebody with a lazy eye, you know they got that one cockeyed eye, and. It was about sunset sometime after Ramadan, kind of towards the tail end of the deployment. So we were all out of fucks to give. And uh, we're all sitting there. And next thing you know, you hear, and you just hear like about 20 rounds just go off. And you hear the medic. He's outside watching a movie on his laptop or some shit. And he just goes, man, y'all motherfuckers are more cockeyed than I am. Fuck. Can't shoot worth a shit. <laughs> We all just kind of busted out laughing over the fact because he's over there with a lazy eye and making fun of the fucking Hajis over there because they fucking zero for 20 that night and thankfully pretty much the whole deployment. So going back to, you know, how we make things light out of tough situations is just the dark humor. You know, guy had the he he was making fun of himself for his lazy eye, you know, and kind of lightened it up for everybody else there. Uh, so I don't, I think the closest we have is near Budapest. Is that New York? Yeah. Something with Buddha. There's gotta be China. Buddhism? Uh, I'm pretty sure it's in India. I think Buddha. I was going to say, I think it's Yeah. Hold on here. Yeah, that's what I said. Hold on here. I can't. Uh, I don't have a clue. The fucking whole map is just shit I can't pronounce. Mm. The one's very definitely in Russia. Like back when you, Warsaw. if you ever watch like foreign, you ever watch foreign news channels and they're announcing all these places. We have one in like Warsaw. Old, old diesel engine trying this to crank. Like Auster, Austerike. Maybe it's Germany. Hmm. I have no Asterisk? idea. <laughs> no, it looks like ostrich. Hmm. But not. I've never even heard of that. It's a big bird. It's north. Slightly, it's slightly larger than of a Italy. <laughs> it's northeast of Italy. That explains it right there. Northeast. Of, how do you? You know, Italy. Yeah, I know Italy. Big boot. Yeah. Northeast. Like grandfather. And Italian. it looks like 
You know, I'm white as fuck. Um, uh, okay. Yeah, okay, I got nothing, man. Uh, uh, we're getting closer. It's all right. Uh, hold on here. Is that hold where on. all the listeners are at, apparently? Or? Yeah. Yeah, everyone, they're all from Budapest. This one might hold on. This one's closer for sure. It's not even in English. Well, I mean, holy shit! I think I have no idea where this. Hold on, I don't know. It's <laughs> I have no fucking idea, bro. <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ! Oh fuck. It doesn't, no, it's not even fucking in, no, the, there's not even like an English translation. For the country? For the, like the name of the country? What are, what are, we, what are we talking it's about right to now? The, it's to the west of Algeria. Well, that explains it all. Is that Hold Africa? on, here. I'll send you. Pretty sure, I'll pretty send sure you a South picture. America. Fuck if I know. It's all in uh, Pokemon faces. Like it's, sure uh, I don't, you, you'll understand. I'll send you a picture here. Hold on. I don't, it's all in the, the Arabic, like, uh, cursive. Mm. Gotcha. Symbols. You tell so me. Is it just names? Or, oh, sweet baby Jeebus. You see yeah, what I mean? Turkey. I think Izmir. I think I that's I think that's Turkey as well, because there's Istanbul, not Constantinople. <laughs> Maybe if we pulled up like a world map and like compared it or something. What do you What are you on right <laughs> now? Why is it not in English? <laughs> I don't know. That's it's a little, ske- my, that's a little this sketchy. Is, <laughs> this is what I get when I pull up the fucking deal. Uh, for our fucking uh, RSS feed. Get a refund. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure <laughs> I saw... So we've got... I'm pretty sure I saw this word right here on a road sign in Afghanistan. So Ante- <laughs> Antalya... Antalya? I mean, would you agree with me there's that Turkey. that's like Greece probably area? Hmm. You see, because there's Turkey... Yeah, so go down to... For sure, to, man. <laughs> move your thumb there. Bulgaria? Yeah, around like Jordan-ish. Like Iraq, e- Syria. Yeah, Egypt? sure. Because there's all ter- Yeah, that's... Jordan. Egypt, Egypt-ish. Jordan? Is that like we're looking you at see the mean? right here? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Man, that's a little sketch. But, hey, whatever. Welcome. You see what I mean, though? It's well, not just me not... In the, yeah, well, it's not well, me being racist. To, I just literally listeners. can't read the shit. Well, I can I can barely read English, so, I mean... <laughs> I've, been, I've, I've been practicing my words. We worked on your letters today, too. Yeah, we did. Numbers. <laughs> great. I'm getting better. Welcome to the U.S. military. That's, my my goal is to just be a better version of myself 
today than I was yesterday. That's and not I, hard. And I think that's that why the that's why the Air Force it. has the most letters. Yeah, well, they're really good versions of themselves. Fuck them. Fuck those guys. That's what you see. What I'm saying, though, we're still yeah. working on English. That's why you have Navy, Army, uh, Marine Corps, Air Force. Don't even get me started on Space Force. Mainly because fucking I don't Space know Force shit about it. What the fuck do they do, man? All I know is that those recruiters said that they had jobs that are out of this world. Huh. Too too much of it. <laughs> yes, yes, that's the glowest fucking highbrow joke we fucking said on this show so far. And I've said some pretty <laughs> shitty jokes. <laughs> I guess I'm just not surprised because I work with him all day. But yeah, that's. That's eyebrow humor. I don't care who you are. (laughs) (laughs) God damn it, Davidson. (laughs) That's eyebrow humor. I don't care who you are. Oh, my God. I needed that today. That was fantastic. Yeah. Oh, sorry. You can't say out of this. Send it to him because you can't say out of this world right now without me thinking of uh, Sing Two. Yeah, because my kids have watched that show nonstop. I just every time you say that, I think of yeah. I just think of Gunter and being like, (laughs) "Oh, it's out of this world." Oh, yes. He's a, he's a you know, kid. like he's totally a, insane. In theater, it's it's a whole thing. Like you'll understand later. Gunter's is a German pig on the show, and he's like totally crazy. TJ <laughs> <laughs> knows. You got a pretty good uh, German accent. <laughs> Deutsche Schweine. Yeah, Deutsche. He's fantastic. He's uh, it's really good. The whole show cracks me up. I don't know. I'm. I have the. Uh, you know, I have a child's IQ, so it makes sense. Really, I think my favorite part of the whole show is where they all like sneak in, riding that little fucking zamboni or whatever the fuck it is. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Floors. I'm more disappointed in myself for knowing the song that plays when that happens. I am anything in life right now. Because that's the part, that's the song that plays when they're going up the elevator. Yeah, I think the what's her name, Billie Eilish or whatever the fuck. That's that song or something like that. Sure, Alan. I have no idea. Anyway, uh, I know. Next point. Any? Yeah. Anyway, we we're gonna bring up uh, that that the uh, suicide hotline has a new number as of today. I want to say today, yesterday, tomorrow, yesterday. This 
the 16th of recently. Today. So instead of being that fucking 37 number, fucking phone number they have, it's. Yeah, it's a 988. It's like 911, but not. Yeah, they're eight instead of one. It's like like if you want to eat a bullet or you ate a bullet. Past tense. Wait, that was probably pretty dark. Do not call that number if it's past tense after eating a bullet. Yeah, I think it's yeah. You're a little bit. Might just want to slide point. that in there. You should dial nine one one if you ate the bull. Nine eight eight. Oh, well, at first I thought we were going with the German thing. Nine nine. I ate eight a bullet. Sorry, sorry. Too far. A little bit dark. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> <laughs> Suicide's never the answer, but it's always an option. Wait, but don't do wait, it. Wait, wait a minute. No, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> that's, that's not what we're trying to get here. <laughs> I'm like, I, I appreciate you trying to, you know, get in before, there. You you nine a, a, before you nine a, before you nine a, the bullet. My head. Yeah, before you ate, ate a bullet, uh, call nine eight eight and uh, talk to the suicide prevention hotline. And uh, if you if you can't remember to call them, call us because we'll answer and we'll make really terrible jokes about it uh, just to get you through it. Because uh, we've kind of talked about it, uh, you know, how we get through the dark and the, you know, bullshit is dark humor. Rough times. I feel like so. that's the number one answer across the board. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, I really do too. Just you get, if, if you too. if you make a joke about it and um, lighten the mood with everybody around you, that really makes a huge difference. Which is another reason that I think a lot of people really misunderstand veterans or people you know in the fire service and police and EMS, everybody else you know nurses, doctors. You have to deal with right. a bunch of really fucked up shit on the daily. Um, that's why we're not, we don't have like normal friends. And if you do, then you most likely can't be yourself around them is because people just don't understand why we are the way we are. I can't even hardly associate with normal coworkers people. and people that never, not even necessarily even right. just deployed, but never people that didn't even just go to MEPS even. I mean, like. Even those people I get along with better than just people that were, oh, I would have joined, but yada, yada, yada. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but I guess, but. Yeah, I was going to be you know a Marine, I'm talking about those types uh, of people. Yeah. Like, oh, I wish I would. Like, I mean, I, look, I work with a guy now. It's like, man, I wish I was over there in Afghanistan just stacking bodies. Like, Shut up, I don't man. really know if you do, yeah. man, but hey, what a, he probably would have died, but and probably deserved it too if you have that kind of attitude about it but whatever man i mean hey okay, or the classic hey, like hey. i was i was gonna join hey. but if a if a drill sergeant got got in my face i'd fucking punch him yeah you know, hey fuck you. hey hey if the drill instructor would have gotten my face i'd have cowered down like a little bitch like i did 
Right. Stuttered a few times, voice crack, all that good stuff. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. yeah. Yes, sir. Hi, sir. I actually didn't. I uh, I got hit by my drone instructor, and then I sat there and just thought, "What the fuck just happened?" <laughs> he he threw a flying yeah. he threw a flying fucking uh, he did a Superman punch and hit me, and I went, "What the fuck just happened?" And mainly because I didn't see it coming. Like, get you. I really, yeah. I genuinely didn't see it coming. And then, That's and then everyone was like, now, well, everyone was like, you know, God, years after they're like, drill instructors aren't allowed to say cuss words, let alone punch you. And I'm like, really? Uh, uh, do what? <laughs> I don't even, I mean. This is going to sound pretty bad, but my girlfriend just went through basic training for a second time. Long story. We're not going to get into it. She did graduate <laughs> the first time, Good job. She did graduate yeah. in the uh, delayed entry program, but whatever. Things happen. Ex-husband. But, uh, I mean, she was talking about it when she went through this last time, and uh, it's been since I got off active duty, obviously. I mean, this was just like right. less than two years ago. They don't even smoke people anymore. No, she's older. Like they than you, isn't drop she? you. They, was that? She's older than you, isn't she? By a year. I knew it. I just wanted to. Pretty good, yeah. Oh, I just feel better about myself. I was like, she's got to be a little bit older. Not much, but she is a little bit older than me. That's fantastic. But she I'm was talking to me about it because she was comparing it. It was pretty cool because she was comparing her basic training from when she first went through in like 2014 or something like that to now. Right. And even Jesus that, Christ like, so I mean, because I went in 2015 and it wasn't crap. Jesus Christ. But I'm old. even, you know, I mean, I kind of go through those same things too. I mean, we got people coming in <laughs> guard unit that weren't even born that weren't even born in during 9-11 like but I mean she was talking no about how shit. much it's changed like I mean I said it to him I mean I said it to him you're talking about getting punched so I was like they couldn't touch us when I was at basic I mean I wouldn't try oh my god I mean, dude to, I mean we still got you the had, dog you, I mean I wouldn't really... dog shit smoke we still got smoked but oh shit that's crazy cause yeah that was 2001 huh When did you first, when did you go to Marine Corps Basic? Uh, Two thousand eight. I feel like I'm a shitty yeah, me too. boss slash <laughs> friend slash Christ. guy who's ten Jesus slash guy who's Christ. like ten years younger than you crashing at your house. But you know, yeah, we won't fucking talk about that. Thanks for bringing it up, asshole. <laughs> I mean, holy sorry. shit! <laughs> yeah, today. Staff, staff sausage. I mean, staff sergeant, but whatever. Holy no, man, shit, fucking man. in boot camp, there's one thing that always stands out to me in boot camp when people say, like, oh, they're not allowed to fucking touch you, blah, blah, other than, like, to correct you, you know. So if you go to the position of attention and you're not doing right, then they can move your hand or whatever. But the one thing that will always stick out to me is when I went through boot camp, we had this little book 
that had green covers on it, so we called it our little green monster. Green monster. And what it was, yeah, what it was was just a book of Marine Corps knowledge. So, like, you know. That just, couldn't just, have been a big just, book. Yeah. Just, uh, like, history. <laughs> um, fucking. Like, hey, Marine Corps history and, you know, I don't fucking, uh, you know, like, uniform regulations, like, shit like that. And um, there's this kid that was always fucking up. And I remember my drill instructor came out and he's like, where's your little green monster? So he, right here, sir. He's like, hold in front of your face. And he's like, no, closer. So the kid like moves his book closer to his face. And this drill instructor just reared back and just punched the fuck out of that book. Like as hard as he fucking could. And it was right in front of the kid's face. So like he just hits this kid. Dude like leaves his feet, lands on his fucking shoulders. He's out for a couple of minutes. <laughs> Not a big deal. You know? and, and, and the drill instructor... So, one thing they always said when they want when they want everybody to look at them was like eyeballs. So I was like, "Click, sir," and he's like, "What the fuck?" He's like, "Y'all see me hit? You know, recruit so and so." We're like, "Uh," and he's like, "Did the drill instructor hit him, or did his little green monster hit him?" And we're like, "Uh, the green monster hit him." Sir. He's like, "Goddamn right, you're goddamn right, the green monster." Hit him. And the drill instructor didn't. Uh, that's awesome. And that's like, awesome. I'm like, brother, like, just knock this motherfucker out. Like, But the kid never did this shit again. I don't know what. (laughs) (laughs) I don't exactly. (laughs) I don't exactly remember like what it was he did. But he never fucking did. But he never fucking did it again. I do remember that. And I might be fucking young as shit here, but that's something they might need to bring back. Just saying, suggestion uh, (laughs) because yeah, yeah, good fucking luck. (laughs) No, they won't. They won't bring it back. We're fucked, but... I got, I got in trouble in 2019 and we went to Fort Chaffee, Arkansas for our annual training. The the two weeks out of the year that we go, like, uh, air quote, active duty, you know, for our training and stuff. And there's this one kid that's, you know, as fucked up as a pair of swimming I told you don't get me started. Yeah, Don't get me fucking going. And you're getting I don't want started, this podcast brother. to be the reason why I get kicked out. <laughs> you're yeah, getting he's, he's started. He's a real fucking piece of shit. But anyways, I was I was yelling at him, and it wasn't nothing like crazy. Like I wasn't, I wasn't even in his face. Like he was, you know, a solid ten feet away from me. And I was yelling at him, and I had a, a higher up be like, "Hey, Davidson, you need to calm down." I'm like, "Hey, Roger, Roger that." But like, he's a fucking piece of shit, and he's fucked up, and he's unfucking. He's fat as fuck. Yeah, he's much. fucking worthless. So today, I asked if I should, if I would buy him a pair of maternity camis if I would get in trouble because he looks like he's goddamn fucking pregnant about to have a baby. Anyway. I got in trouble for fucking yelling at him. And when they told me I need to fucking, like, hey, would you don't yell at him. I thought they were kidding. I'm like, okay, yeah, whatever. And I kept yelling, like, you need to go back to the fucking barracks. And I was like, are you guys fucking serious right now? Like, I'm getting in trouble for trying to correct one of my peers that's all fucked up. I'm like, yeah, hey, you can't do that. I'm like, well, we're, we don't we don't get deployed and sent overseas to crochet fucking blankets and bake these motherfuckers. Like, we don't bake them goddamn cupcakes. We go there to fucking kill people and break shit. Fuck, my recruiter lied to me. You know? No, you joined the crochet blankets. I thought can, it was going to make a good side business listen, later on in life. I know you can make duck calls. But I don't know that you can I, make. I can make a good. I don't know call. that you can make a good blanket. Probably not. I'd probably end up stitching myself. But <laughs> I'd like to see that actually. Stitch myself or the duck? No, just no. You're just trying to 
trying to watch you. I fucking wouldn't. That would hurt. Crochet a blanket. That's what... I'm all for embrace the suck and go through the pain. I but see it. Something about... Hey, while we're on that subject, I'm going to go Crocheting ahead Crocheting and... blankets? Yeah. That's, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I'm going to go ahead and uh, plug your business here. You got a RJW Game Calls? Yes. Making duck calls, goose calls, turkey duck calls. calls. Goose calls, turkey calls. Am, am I missing anything? Go, 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 go. I mean, I'll make it all. He's actually... He's, he I'll, makes, figure, I'll, I'll make it all. I, I mean, my main go-tos are the duck and the turkey, but I've made deer calls. I've made squirrel calls. I've made... I haven't made an elk call yet, but if somebody wanted an elk call, I'd give it the old college try. Hey, they're actually it, really fucking good. Um, no, I believe it, man. I've used well, I, well, I haven't used a duck call, but I used this goose call on a hunt, and turned out really fucking well. We got I was, I was only there for uh, like three hours, and in the three hours I was there, I shot three. Goose is gooses geese, geese 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 but uh, <clears throat> fucking Canadians. I had my uh, yeah. Tell me about it. Ooh, sorry. Eh. But anyway, that you know that goose call is fucking top goddamn notch. So if anybody that's listening is an outdoorsman or or a hunter that needs any calls. Hit me up, Joe Mingo, on the Facebook page, and um, ask me about RJW game calls, and uh, I get choked up. So I was just gonna plug it real quick since we. I like it, man. I like it. I like it. Let's plug the way, man. Veteran-owned company. What else you got? Veteran-owned, as he's. Supporting the local FD. I think. Washington I Fire. Mean, everything with the company, too, is. Yeah, I felt like I was the awkward one out not wearing a hat, and I've kind of got the whole 25 and balding going. So. <laughs> I'm not really ashamed of it, but I just kind of felt like I wanted to. My, I got the 33 and like receding. You know, but I'm pretty sure my hairline was receding since I was. Yeah, like I was born 17. like that, so. Yeah, right. Consider yourself lucky. Yeah. God, and I'm 32 and bald. I mean, you can, as you can tell. Yeah, with your beautiful locks of hair. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> man. I mean, I know this is like day one of me, like meeting you, but like, yeah, fuck you on that one. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm not ashamed, but like. Derek's over here looking hey, like a fucking. It. Derek's over here looking like fucking the brunette, goddamn Chris Hemsworth. You know, <laughs> just, just. I'm pretty sure I saw a Sasquatch in the woods. And just less goddamn hair beautiful than that. hair. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty terrible. Let me tell you, dude. Remember Gabe's hair? He had some beautiful fucking hair going on. Oh, he did. He had some great hair going, man. I'll tell you what, it was like a full on. Uh, well, quite frankly, it was like looking at a pony's ass. <laughs> yeah. The, the the tail, not the actual, you know, like sphincter. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking of that part, but all right. 
I mean, his mouth looked a little bit like a sphincter, but... <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. What do you do? He is still a beautiful specimen. He really is. We miss him on the show. Yeah. Hopefully he'll be back soon. I hope so, man. Anyways. What else can we talk about on the show? We went down a deep rabbit hole, though. We went from wisdom to sphincters, but... No, that happens. I mean, we kill Quite often, actually. I'm, I mean, I'm not surprised. I'm not going to say that. But. That's pretty much the normal thing. Anyways, uh, I don't know what's recent in the news. I don't pay attention enough to care. How about uh, that Griner chick that was in the WNBA and then she gets arrested in fucking Russia? Oh and yeah, yeah. Now she's yeah, pissed yeah, off yeah, that yeah. America won't won't come and save her when she didn't like America because you know we're all privileged and racist. But now that she needs America, she's blaming us for not saving her when she went over there to smuggle drugs or whatever the fuck it was she did. Yeah, she sat there. I, mean, and I don't know much out. about it. She got arrested in Russia on the way back. Because she was smoking pot. But before she left. Against the whole marijuana thing, but you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. Yeah. That's a bad check. You can tell that to the bank. Like, when you know it's illegal in the country you're going to, maybe don't carry it around in your backpack. You know, like, if you go out of the country. Just don't do fucking stupid shit. Because you're not in America anymore. You can't just be like, oh, sorry, like I, I did this. And you can't just get a fucking lawyer and, you know, get some. Yeah, the U.S. is super lenient. Just say you're offended by it and you'll get away with it. Yeah. Not in Russia. Yeah. Well, not in other countries. I mean, there's some things about Russia that I. 100% agree with and 100% disagree with, but like their president, I 100% agree with him. I, you know, <laughs> I love and I, I'm this is coming not just from the Russian politics, but uh, after getting out of the military, the first job I had was with uh, Home Depot's overnight freight, and there was a Russian guy I worked with there who was a immigrant from Russia, he was orphaned in Russia, like he is Russian, he has a Russian name, Pavel Duga, or some. The six name, whatever, but speaks Russian. But one thing I love about that is they're just, I don't give a fuck, fuck you attitude. In a sense. Well, they have like a zero bullshit policy. They're not worried about offending everybody. Yes, I love it. You know, here you can't say fucking anything because anything you say is going to get twisted and turned around to be offensive. And now you're the fucking bad guy. Well, and to stick up for, uh, you know, fucking, Jesus Christ, sorry, a lot of bugs. Uh, anyway, to stick up for, uh, what's his bucket, Russian president. Putin. Putin. Uh, <clears throat> he at least puts his country first. 
which is more than our president can say. I don't think he, our president can say much, but I don't think I'm also <laughs> our president to say can't say shit. Whatever. Yeah, I've been there. We had uh, Obama in as president, and I got in trouble quite a bit while I was in for talking shit about how he was a piece of shit. So I'll and say the funny thing you, about that is that our when, current president's when, when a Trump piece of was shit. President, everybody would. Everybody was allowed to talk shit about Trump when he was president, and military members could talk all the oh, shit they yeah, wanted to sure. about him. But well, all the other presidents, the party, you can't say that. That's your commander in chief, you know. Yeah, welcome to the party, man. And I'm not like I'm not That's saying like I'm a huge politics. Trump supporter. I understand like he 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 said he said a lot of dumb shit like on Twitter and stuff that a leader of a nation. <laughs> hey, 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 but hey. It's still kind of a double standard. <laughs> hey, look, I miss my dollar a gallon gas. Me too. Right. Uh, look, all politicians are cunts. Affordable electric so, bills. Fuck them. Oh, they're all corrupt and fucked up in some sort of way. Just some less than others. Yeah. Even Dan Crenshaw is fucking as much as everyone wants to suck his dick. Fucking he's a cunt too. So fuck them. Like, I don't, I don't give a shit. About politics, I, I don't give a shit about politicians. They're cunts. They they all do corrupt shit. And uh, you guys are unfortunately uh, fired into the world of you're not allowed to have a uh, any identity in politics or into that world. So you know, I'm just here Bound to speak my mind and. Uh, Stand up. I'm here to fucking do what you guys are standing up for our rights to do. Yeah, man. It's kind of fucking wild when you think about it, though. Like, the people remember, that stand up for our freedoms to do this shit aren't allowed to use the freedoms we have. And it's just, it sickens me. Well, you sign away your rights when you. Sign that oh. dotted line, you know. Yeah, it just breaks Which my is heart, dude. Pretty shitty, honestly. Because you That's really what I'm like you don't have a voice like the rest of America. You know, if you, like even if you get in trouble, you know you can't just go get a lawyer. I mean, you can't. It depends on like the severity of the situation, but like it's, they just don't care. Like, oh, you fucking did this. So and so said you did this. Well, fuck you. We're gonna take your rank, take your pay for two months, and. You're pretty much confined to your room. We're going to take your TV, take your radio, and you're going to do extra duty. Right. Like like stripping and buffing Sergeant Major's quarter deck for two months. Or in my case, we're going to give you a really big hammer, and you're going to make these big rocks into small rocks. Right. The whole thing just sickens me a little bit that the primary people that stick up for our freedoms... Have no freedom. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's really wild when you think about it, honestly. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying, man. Like, I just can't imagine... This is the this is another rabbit hole we've gone led down, but... I can't imagine going back in time 
and sitting there knowing and thinking fully and understanding completely that everything I was standing up for, I wasn't allowed to have. Right. Like, I feel like that's something that should be included. I feel like that's something that should be included into the rights of, like, when you sign your MEPS paperwork. It's like, hey, you're giving away all your freedom. They should just put it that way. Yeah, no shit. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel bad. I, I I just I can't imagine fucking sitting there knowing everything I know and not being allowed to speak my mind freely on what I know. Well, that's like, you know, recruiters are like, you know, all military units right now are they have a trouble right. with their retention numbers. Well, why the fuck do you think you have a problem with retention numbers? Is because you have grown ass men and women that you treat like fucking middle school kids. <clears throat> and then, you know, the pay is shit. The work fucking sucks. They have no say over what the fuck they do throughout their right. day. Like, even their weekends and holidays, there are, they have rules and restrictions on all of it. Yeah, I just can't imagine, you know. It's like living with your parents again. Except you're a grown ass adult. Unless you know, like, you're not even taking leave. Like, <laughs> I can't even hold on. Hold on. Like, I can't say shit because uh, most people in their fucking mid twenties anymore live with their adults, except for you, because uh, you're actually a grown ass fucking adult. But a lot of fucking mid-twenties fucking people surprisingly live <laughs> live with their goddamn parents and shit still anyway and never have left home so it's fucking wild to me to like sit there and <clears throat> I, you're in a unique situation where you know you you have all this shit that like you probably know and you want to understand and you want to sit there and say something about but you can't because of the, you know, contract you've signed and shit like that, which is just, that's what I'm getting at is that it's sad that we're in that situation. But I mean, you're in a, you're in a pretty good spot. I mean, you can to some extent, at least you can say more than what a lot of people can because you have at least the knowledge and the wisdom, the life experience. Yeah. The wisdom to sit there and actually say something about half the shit that most people don't have the opportunity to speak about. So I'm proud of you. That's kind of one weird thing I've noticed. And I don't know anybody else can speak on this, but like, since I've gotten out, I've noticed is, uh, how much like the civilian population just kind of bashes the, uh, the Muslim culture over there that they're all just these, uh, and I don't know, maybe I'm the only one that feels this way, but these just 
that they basically have this opinion that everybody over there is just terrorists and we should just nuke them. Right. And I mean, I'm not, you know, like I've heard the whole <laughs> saying, like, you know, our mission over there was to win the hearts and minds of people that didn't have either. And I'm not disagreeing with that either, but, uh, I found myself standing up kind of an experience and wisdom thing as, you know, I got out, I was a second math 22 when I got out of active <laughs> duty and like, I found myself like standing up for these like Afghans and stuff because everybody was like, Oh, they're just Muslim, whatever terrorists. We should nuke them. Right. Yada, yada, yada. And, in reality is they're like not. And I mean, I kind of feel weird in that aspect. It's like, I'm a 25 year old. I mean, I say kid, I guess, but I mean, I mean, I've done a lot more than most people, but it was just kind of weird to me. The fact that like some people are so ignorant on a lot of subjects out there that. So I feel like that comes I wouldn't back say obvious, to kind of, but maybe you can, I don't know, correct me if you see this differently, but the way I see things, because of my experiences as well is that you know if you're a piece of shit you're a piece of shit but if you're a good person you're a good person and that's yeah, kind of I can't argue with that like I, I just don't understand why people sit there and go any <clears throat> I don't understand race I don't understand culture None of that shit really makes sense to me because at the end of the day, your actions are the only thing that speak value to what you are as a human. So that's kind well, of, you know, treat, treat others the way you want to be treated. Right. Plain and simple, you know, fuck. I, my parents told me that since I was knee high tall to the grasshopper. I don't even fucking know how long, you know what I'm saying? Like just, if you don't want to be but treated, at the end of the day, treating you the way that you're treating people, then don't fucking do it. But after everything we've been taught in life, how much of that stands true? You know what I mean? Like how many people actually? Believe I think that's that? civilian. I mean, not a whole lot, but I mean, like one thing I could honestly speak of, and I kind of refer to this a lot too. Um, I mean, I was a redneck from Texas, grew up that way. I mean, um, I won't go too far down the rabbit hole, but I mean, like when I would, I would go back on leave and uh, active duty, one of my best friends was a gay guy from Florida and a Muslim from New York. And I was a redneck right. from Texas. And I mean, it was just the three people you never thought you'd see be, you know, going out to dinner or whatever on a Friday night after, you know, after final right. formation or whatever, going to parties together and stuff like that. And I think, you know, being in that situation, I guess kind of you saw past all that and realized all your commonalities and stuff like that. And I see that so much with civilians and stuff like that. We were so quick to judge people and we realized then you don't, when you kind of open your eyes to that thing, or I guess get forced in that situation, you realize you have a lot more in common. And you know, I talked about this on a couple of episodes ago. You know, talking about like everybody thinking like the media has us all divided or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But if you actually go out and talk to your neighbor, you have you know, a lot more be, in common. Be a part of your fucking community and talk to people. You have way more in common than you realize. 
doesn't matter your background, your race, your culture, whatever. Like there's what you have way more in common than you think you do. You know what I mean? Because I mean, wholeheartedly, you know, it's, it's, instead of trying to like divide yourself into groups, if you would just go out and see people and realize that we're all the same, we we have differences, you know, like religion is a big one. You know, people that are Christian compared to, you know, Muslim or, you know, Buddhist or whatever it is. Yeah. You have differences, but your core values of like your family values when you were raised, most people are very similar. Just be a good person. And I mean, I think yeah, the good, yes. the good person traits are the pretty much almost the same across the board. Yeah, right? that's what I'm saying. I mean, at the end of the day, I guess it's weird for me, just because of the fact that most people seem to overlook it. You know what I mean? You sat well, there like, and you it, just, I feel you like just pointed out so many very distinctly obvious traits that are completely opposite of each other, but people don't understand how simple it is to be on the same page. And you're sitting there and yeah. you're saying, you know, like complete opposites. You're pointing at complete opposites. And, <laughs> and that goes beyond anything. Uh, religion and race and all this shit goes beyond anything. And we sit there and we have politics, right? Where we have left and right. And right now we've never been more divided as a country because of stupid shit like that. And right. it's just crazy to me that we're so fucking stuck up our own asses that we aren't actually paying attention to these things. Well, another thing we, we talk about politics is like the left and the right. Like we get so caught up in, you know, the left side and the right side fighting against each other, where we don't realize that we're on the same side. Like as a whole, we need to be focusing on what is going on with our leadership. That's what we need to be focusing on. Not whether you're a Democrat or Republican or whatever the fuck you, whatever party you identify as, you know, we are, uh, the American people need to get together, figure their shit out, get over your differences and realize that we have no fucking control over what is going on right now. You know what I'm saying? Like if they, if, if everybody realized that like, instead of fighting each other, Maybe we should find a common ground, stick to that, and then all vote or do whatever we have to do to make the change in our government. If that makes sense. And I air quoted the vote part of that for anybody that's not watching the video. <laughs> what do you think, Derek? I like it. I think that we've hit an hour and 10 minutes and we're about to the point where we've hit a lot of the topics that we usually like to hit. 
by this point of time. And uh, now's the part where we sit there and we talk about our listeners and how much we appreciate them. Yeah, so get your buddies to listen to us and get your buddies' buddies to listen to us because our entire, like what we're trying to do is build a community of people that can help each other, right? So if we have you guys pushing us out to your friends and then your friends pushing us out to their friends, our community is just going to grow. So all we can do at that point is reach more people to realize that there's an outlet and people that are there willing to listen to your issues and trying to help you. At the end of the day, what we want to do is build a community that knows that they can look out for each other and that will be there for each other. So that's what we're looking to do. That's what we want from you guys. And, uh, you know, keep giving us your best ideas. Keep giving us what you want to hear. Uh, be real with us. Be honest with us. If you're not, it makes it harder for us to do our job. And that's listening to you guys. So, uh, if you need anything, like we've always said, reach out to us. We're always here available. Um, <laughs> that goes for everybody. So sit there, reach out to us. We're available on the Never Broken Society of Misfits. Uh, we're on Netflix, YouTube, BoobTube, YouTube, NewTube. Uh, wherever the fuck you find us. We're not actually on Netflix, but... Uh, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, I was really confused by that. <laughs> I was really hoping we could be available in places like that by now, but we're not, so... You get what can you, you get. Listen uh, okay. It's no, just, you it's can't. just movies TV shows. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, I'm 25 and I'm dumb. I don't know stuff about technology. <laughs> he says anyway, I don't TV. Yeah, I'm a 13 Fox. That's all I know. So we're on Hulu. We're on Riverside. We're on Buzzsprout. We're on RSS feed. We're on. We actually are on YouTube live right now. Actually, uh, so if you guys Excellent. need anything. Excellent. Yeah. Well, good thing uh, we are on places. Yeah, not this time. We have we have uh, Instagram. We have Twitter. We are on those places. But no, seriously, guys, if you need us, we're on Facebook primarily with the Never Broke Broken Society of Misfits page. If you need anything, please reach out to one of us. It would just instantly make our day to be able to help you. And if you need anything, I am available at 308-530-2410. I stand by that. Uh, I'm willing to give my personal number out to you guys. Text me first. Uh, 
don't call me unless you don't want me to answer first. Uh, if you shoot me a text and then let me know what's going on, I'll answer. But it's any of us are going to be there for you. So I want you to know how seriously we take this. Uh, you have my personal number. If you need anything, let us know. Okay. So I appreciate you guys listening to us. Please send us your input. Uh, we do have our constant contest going where if you submit an idea, we use it, you get entered to win a t-shirt or other surprises. Um, so keep submitting your ideas to us. We will, we are listening and TJ. Anything else you got? Yeah. You know, like always, just if someone calls or texts you and saying they're having issues, don't be a fucking cocksucker and tell them to go fuck themselves or to man up. Don't be a bitch. Just fucking listen to their issues and try to give them decent advice. You know, rather than, you know what I was saying? Just, we're trying to break that stigma because men have a hard time opening up to begin with. It's just the way, you know, we've been brought up in our society. But uh, fucking reach out and touch somebody, you know. Reach out and touch someone. That's all I got to say. Somebody that you've served with, worked with, somebody you haven't heard from in a long time. Say maybe one of your friends always posts on Facebook, posting dank-ass memes, and they haven't posted any dank-ass memes in like a month. Just fucking hit them up. Be like, hey, man, like, what's going on? Are you all right? Or you know, how you been? It's been a while since I've seen you or heard from you. You know what I mean? Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Exactly. Egg fucking exactly, man. We want everyone to fucking reach out to each other, so keep doing that. Uh, that being said, I didn't fucking learn anything that I didn't want to learn this episode but what I did learn is y'all are some dope ass motherfuckers and I appreciate that TJ what'd you learn yeah you know yeah <laughs> great response <laughs> fucking million dollar response right there Oh my god. I mean you should be a sergeant major with speeches like that. Holy shit, man. Oh I mean you could have fucking just been like here. Hey, I'm not saying I'm the best, but you know, maybe just go up there and be like, hey, like clearly after all this wisdom experience. You know what? That's what it's gonna take. We can all learn from this, you know, take notes during this podcast or some shit. Uh look out for each other. Don't be a fucking cocksucker to your battle buddy to your left I and said right. That. I already you know, said that. Law enforcement, first responder, military, whatever, <laughs> civilian. You know, you're, fucking, you're fucking struggling, man. You're struggling. Reach out to somebody. Take care of each other. Uh, you know. But I fucking said that. What did you learn, Rob? You said, yeah. What did you learn? I learned, you know, we all have very like mindsets. You know, I met a complete stranger to me today. And you know what? We have 
very similar mindsets. We have a lot in common. And, you know, I probably just, I might not know it yet, but probably just met a couple hundred other people or maybe even more that have similar mindsets that, you know, I don't, I mean, I'm desperate for friends. I don't have any friends. Like, I got <laughs> you a me dick. Both, bro. I am a you fucking dick. <laughs> I'm pretty sure everybody in this fucking <laughs> podcast right now is a dick in some sort of way or fashion. Some are just bigger than others, just like the real world. But anyway, <laughs> it happens. I just got to compensate for my, never mind. <clears throat> One dick it's only one of the fuckers that listen to this show. <laughs> I'm just surprised we didn't start talking about dicks till the very end. Yeah, that took too. a long time. Anyways. About an hour uh, and a half. <laughs> anyways, I love you guys. I appreciate you. And uh, thanks for tuning in for this week. It's been another fantastic episode. And I love you guys. Thank you. Have a great fucking night. Eh, it's not going to fucking work. Who am I kidding? Yeah, we'll work on that. What yeah, are we working we'll work on? On the internet. The outro music yeah, and we... shit like that. Yeah. No. Intro fuck.